tomorrow and that is it for us today and we will leave you with a I can't do it we'll do it live we'll do it live do it live I can I'll write it and we'll do it live fucking thing sucks I thought I would be good by now I'd have it figured all out We skipped the scenic crowd And oh well Do you want a quick lesson yeah. on Let's do it. sound? So the human ear sounds measured in hertz or that's one measurement of it and humans can hear about 20 hertz i believe 20 to 30 hertz they can audibly hear below that you can only feel in your chest those are the bass frequencies whales can hear you know obviously way lower than that and they can talk in that and then the human ear and when it's in good help health it's not damaged it can hear up to 20,000 hertz cats and dogs can hear up to like 60,000 or something that's why dog whistles work on dogs and why older humans can't hear it because the frequencies are too loud that's what high pitch is it's a high hertz measurement and the phone speaker i want to say the range that it can play is about 300 hertz and then where it really comes through is the higher end of the range and those ones those frequencies pierce through the mix when you're making a song and you have like a synth that's very high pitched or sharp it's going to be really quiet in the mix because it doesn't take a lot to pierce through just the high frequencies can cut through the mix very easily long story short so what you're saying is we are hearing the high frequencies pierce through and then drop no no no. they just they just have the ability to go through walls or cut over other sound Hmm. more than the low end does i think it has to do with the um the 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 actual like wavelength that produces so like you know when you're um uh like pouring so uh, you know okay so i learned this in physics you know when you're pouring like out of a jug and then it starts like gulping you know, it's not like smooth. It starts going like, glug, 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 yeah. when it's like super full. Yeah. That's yeah. because like when it's being poured, it's funneling down. Yeah. But then it's bouncing. Like the stuff that can't come out is bouncing off. Mm-hmm. And that produces a wave. Yeah. And then that gulping is because it's not the waves crash and it's not in the correct spot. So when they crash, when a wave hits like one like one wave coming this way is going to be like up here mm-hmm. and the one wave coming down here is down here it like they hit and mm-hmm. they like fumble oh like, sure and i think um that's why they pierce because they're able to the 
the deeper waves are like wider and so the higher waves kind of just go over them hmm. i don't i have this idea of what it looks <laughs> like in my head and the reason why i i can't no, explain I, it i think that makes sense i think that makes sense to the waves crashing into each other and and Cause that's why like when you're walking with like a coffee and then like sometimes it'll just like yeah fly out yeah. just because when you're walking the rhythm of your walk does not match up with the rhythm of the of uh your sh- the, the shaking of the cup on the inside so mm-hmm. like it's all like if you're sense. able to move the cup in a certain way where the waves would bounce off the walls like uniformly and just like sync up mm-hmm. it would just be hmm. steady there you go good physics lesson for you who says uh we can't do that but um <laughs> anyways just uh just another part of the of the crew here at 87.1 OTW, the opening um that's about as good as any place to start start <laughs> off the day uh down go. here in, down here in studio a with a nice little physics lesson um mm-hmm. but yeah no uh they call me woody as always, here with uh, Ian the intern. FKA the intern. That's true. Intern Ian. Ian FKA the intern. Mm-hmm. Or is it Ian? Let's see. We, workshopping still. Yeah, we're still, it's been, you know. still in beta. It's, yep. Yeah. Um, it's probably going to be in beta until you get a job, to be fair. We're going to talk about that in my uh, recap of the week. Mm-hmm. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, but yeah, and producer Pete. This is Monger Man, and I know what you're about to say formerly known as Miguel 3-8, but I don't know if we can say formerly anymore because, you know, it's since been I've a hot been playing minute. Fall Guys, that's still my name on there. Is it really? Well, my PSN name is Miguel 3-8. Oh, see? So, Fall Guys so is the currently word. also known as Miguel 3 yeah, Currently known as, so we got FKA, we got CKA, we got AKA, <laughs> we got a lot of, we got a lot of KAs around yeah, here. Yeah, you know. Um, a lot of known as, but. None of true. us have been killed in action, though. That's true. That's a, that's a very important part of that. No, well, isn't that KIAs? Yeah, you're oh, thinking of yeah. the IAs. Yeah, yeah. Never mind. The inactions. But that's fair. No, uh, yeah, that that's a that's a good point. That's a good point to bring up right now. I think that's a good place to be. Where uh, with with the old, old Fall Guys. I got you. I wait. No, it's on PC. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's on PC. It's not free. Playing? Oh, I've uh, I actually just got myself to buy it last night i didn't want to pay 20 bucks and you did yeah it's worth i did it because like going over to john's to pick up my ps4 that's a whole lot of work yeah um but yeah i bought it i probably played 10 games last night came in second two games dude it's so annoying (laughs) it's infuriating like when i was watching it i was just thinking wow this looks like a really like relaxing game to play no but no (laughs) i was stupid little beans all right are <laughs> freaking Satan's children the way they freaking fall and how and then, they grab you? Oh, dude, the kids that grief, <laughs> I they're just uh, dude. The kids that grief are just lucky. I don't have a couple wins under my belt because the second I have a couple wins on my belt, we're gonna grief. Like I just don't. I won't care. I love griefing. It's hilarious. Um, we, I just love tilting other people. Yeah. I think it's hilarious. That that's all. I've almost gotten Woody killed. A oh couple my times god! I get by s- grabbing him. We're on uh, what's would, it called? Block party. That's yeah, what it's yeah, called. Yeah, Is that, it the one where um, one big rotating thing, and then the the different things come up, like from front it, to back of the screen. There's multiple sections that rotate though. No, no, no. no that, you're that thinking of a different one. This one, you're just on a rectangle, and um, just. 
obstacles oh, will come from yeah, one direction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You gotta jump over them. You gotta slide around. Yeah, yeah. Freaking, <laughs> yep. freaking Smeagol 38 over here. It keeps grabbing me <laughs> when I'm trying to like jump over stuff and I get stuck on wall. To be fair, though, he has yet to kill me on this level. Yeah, Ooh. and I, I did get myself killed one time trying <laughs> yeah. to do that. And my, my direct response to that was, good, Dude, that's what you get. Honestly, I'm, I'm super good. I'm super good at the hexagon falling one. I'm pretty good at that as long as someone doesn't screw me over. Those are the ones I keep falling. It's always the last one for me, right? Every time I make it to the final, it's that one. Yeah. Dude, I wish that was mine. And then I came in second. I've come in second every single time in the finals I've hit. I've only played like 10 games. For me, it's always Fall Mountain, that race. Oh, yeah. Where it's bullshit because (laughs) if there's more than five people, there's at least two rows of people so the people who are in the back massive disadvantage because oh, yeah. you have to have a perfect run mm-hmm. and sometimes there there's even been a third row and i'm always in the last row <laughs> on that map but i did get one dub on that that's Ooh. the oh that's true he did and i, I did, did get one on it. hexagon too i the hexagon I, one was I, crazy i get so unlucky sometimes in the hexagon one i well yeah, oh, yeah. A, a lot of it is a lot dude the people who just like run around—that's Woody. Guns. Woody. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. Okay, I, I, it's panic, man. I don't know. Gotta, I, the, the jumping, I can't. Dude, the key is, yeah, you just gotta stay calm. You I jump, can't. you land. I get that too. is jump. a good tactic though. Land. The running to to fuck grief other people others. Over, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, here's the real question on the hexagons though. I asked Pete and he couldn't figure it out because he was playing in the middle of the game. To be fair, are you a jump first, then move your character, or are you moving your character then hitting the jump button? I jump onto the next square on the next hexagon. Yeah. So I go jump, mm-hmm. jump. Yeah, but you have to jump onto the next one. You have to move He's like, asking, the left stick at some point. Are you jumping before you move your character or moving after you jump? I rethought it through, and it's ac- I actually jump and then move my character. And so that works. Yeah. Okay. I think that's, that's probably that's what the I mechanic. do. I think I might do them at the same time. Yeah. It's yeah. It's no. I probably jump and move. I always, I always get worried. You just I'm gonna do miss it. one little flick, yeah, for the movement. You don't, it's you don't just hold, a, keep yeah. holding it down. Um, it's just like a I suppose, muscle memory thing. You yeah. get down. Mm-hmm. I'm not good at it. Like we've seen me play Call of Duty, right? I don't. It's alright, man. I, I need continuous, like like running around in the hexagons. I need. It's like FIFA, man. I need continuous <laughs> like movements. Stimulation? Not stimulation, although that is nice in other areas. But like. <laughs> The no, just like in terms of like if I have to like constantly be stopping and readjusting and like doing that, that's really tough compared to like when I can just like be in the flow of the game and just kind of like jump around and move, oh. but everything's kind of generally moving in a direction I want it to. And don't get me wrong, when I, when I switch in, in FIFA to a player that's moving the opposite way that I want him to go to, thinking he was going to go the other way, I, I get just as mad. But something with that damn hexagon game where I'm just and I just know it's going to take a lot for me to do that and oh man it was uh i've yet to i, I do not have a dub yet neither do i i know you, you got you should have had it no i didn't know that was yeah. how the game was getting i didn't know that the crown and the race i didn't know mountain, either like goes up and down so you have yeah. to wait for it to drop and what like, he was the first one a lot of times that happens like the first person will get there but yeah. then it'll be up and then like the second or third person will come back and be able to just run and time and it jump, yeah yeah and it just lines up in their favor that's exactly what happened well i fell but like I, I was like, I don't know what to do. And then the next time, there's one where, I same kind of thing. I got there, like, but there's like two or three of us waiting, uh-huh. and I just couldn't like anticipate. Yeah. And then like three people beat me to it. And I was just like, I, that's the only one I feel confident that because because I know that I've already done it one time where I just mm-hmm. ran a really clean run, missed everything, like 
first one there by like three seconds and i just fucked it up at the end and just jumped when the crown was up not knowing but like mm-hmm. the hexagons i i have no shot i have absolutely no shot on that one that's my most confident one same what a because season two comes out in like 40 days so this is like going season one um, i don't know if i'm gonna be playing it by really? season two. i think i'll be bored of it i think so you know, I don't know. Well, it'd be interesting to see where the game goes. That's what, I, I feel like that was the the thought process of Fortnite, though, right? I think yeah, Fortnite I think, is okay. more. I think addictive. Fortnite was the. So this is how I see it, right? Fortnite was the forefront of mainstream esports, right? Mm-hmm. The reason why esports are now mainstream and not looked down. Would you upon, give that to Fortnite, though? Yes, yes, hundred percent. Um. Wasn't the first, but it's the reason it's, it's where the it's at now. Why you yeah, 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 because yeah. It, and it and it really launched Twitch for everybody, not just our, the already big streamers. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, that's the only reason why Fall Guys is big is because someone I don't know who's the is first that made one to play by. It. No, different different oh, companies. Yeah, because you noticed or you commented on how the the colors and the text looks just I, like Fortnite. I think, I think a, that's just like a that was a really smart like research thing that's in there. Just a, yeah, I think bright colored games a, appeal to more people. It, and um, like to make it cartoonish and kind of childish, all I think also does because it makes larger it, demographic, larger demographic, and it makes you even the older gener- uh, demographic too. It makes them feel nostalgic back to the game, yeah. and you don't have to put money and like R and D into developing like lifelike things right it can just be stuff that's existed for 15 20 years the fact years. that it's it, it it's not a battle royale but it might as well be i would 60 call it people. It's, yeah basically battle it's, royale but it's not it's, it's like it's not a traditional yeah. battle royale it's battle Correct. royale mixed with like mario party, party. Yeah. yeah it's like a party game battle yeah. royale and i so. think still the battle royale is like the the winning formula right now oh totally just because is. it's the replay value um it's a different thing every time the, the tilt that you get for not winning yeah. and just wanting to chase those dubs. Yeah, and but, and, the, and to be able to jump right back in once you lose out too. Yeah. yeah, you don't have to wait for something to happen, or it's not like you're in a season where like uh, if you lose or like you get on a losing streak that Put it's gonna on. affect. Oh yeah, well chilly down here. Cool, nice. Uh, oh, it's seventy degrees. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's just like not. Um, you think of like other games that you have to play online, where it's just like at some point you just realize, oh, I'm 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 out, right? It's like it's not gonna matter. Versus like this, you you lose, you could go on a twenty game losing streak, and it's just like the whole point is to win your battle royale. You're still, you're still chasing the dub. Yeah, you're chasing the dub, and we haven't come out yet with like league stuff. It's still such a new game, and they're still patching it now. And they had you know they had server issues a couple weeks ago, right? Of just like crazy play, and then they made it free on PS4. I think um, it was always free at PS4. No, it's twenty bucks. It's just free. It's the PS4 game. It's game the Sony. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's free now. I don't but know. It came out in August. I saw that people have been playing it since February. Maybe this like released as maybe a beta it released and stuff. It on, maybe it was Steam. It got released on the fourth yeah. of August. It, no, it very well could be PS4, and it could have been a Steam game all this whole time, and then it picked up because consoles still dominate PC, right, for everyday consumer. Yeah. So like it's only the hard like once you get into like classify yourself as a gamer. I think it maybe it started on PS4. Okay. Um, Xbox. I don't know if it's on Xbox. It's not. Uh. I don't um, think it is. I think it's just PS4. Really? And, yeah. Maybe. Yeah. So yeah. I, if people have been playing it since February, it probably started as like a PS4 game. Yeah. And then February 2020 initial release date. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. You so it just came to Steam on the fourth of August. Let's see. Um. 
That or that's like when they were, I don't know. It's It was announced wait. in June 2019, released on August 4th for PlayStation 4 and Windows. Yeah. Oh, so yeah, it's literally 20. only 20 days old. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, yeah, it's... Yeah, they got lucky with the, the game of the month. Whoever Whoever's on that team that found that game. Mm-hmm. Because that's a huge... Granted, they're losing out on sales, but, but I, I'm sure PS4 got... is the only thing it's free on. So yeah. if you have to, if you buy it on Steam, but still, I wonder if, I wonder if you get two million copies oh, on Steam already. I wonder if you get some royalty though for every game they download, knowing that like it's free. Yeah, well, like, I wonder there's, if PSN there's still pays uh, on a flat rate. microtransactions like, in it. Yeah, yeah, there's a but lot I'm talking about just like, it's, like it's still a twenty dollar game. Like, yeah. I wonder. And, and anyway, I mean that helped people bring the um, bring people to the game. Yeah, I mean Steam alone, just from the sales, right? Uh, not the. Uh, I don't know. What the, I forget what the after like, but just the raw number of two million over two million copies. So two million copies at twenty bucks a game, though it's still forty million dollars. Two made million a- copies on Steam. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, it's it's nuts. It's just like it's one of those weird things where it's like right place, right time. It'll be interesting too. Of just like I don't think people have. Okay, obviously they have right because there's savants and shit like that. But I don't think people have really perfected it yet in terms of like. This is the way to do it. This is whatever. I'm sure again, there's videos and there, on YouTube and, and whatever. You know, you can't really with a game like that because where you spawn is random. But then, like, it's just you're racing all these idiots. You know? <laughs> yeah, and it's yeah. I was gonna bring up. I watched a video like two months ago. Now it was a documentary on the history of Wii Sports Golf World Records, and it was actually very entertaining. But. To, to shave time off their runs, the players had to find every advantage they could, yeah. right? So mm-hmm. they learned, like, on hole three, you have to hit six shots in the water right away because this gives you some advantage. And I was thinking <laughs> what kind of advantages people will find in Fall Guys because th- you know there are for these levels. But I've unlike, seen, uh, oh, the, I've, sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah. Um, I've seen, um, there was a clip on uh, Twitter earlier today of, quote-unquote, uh, Slime Mountain or whatever with a slime oh, yeah? following you the world record the, the fastest oh, the speed time run? yeah for that so there are shortcuts on that yeah yeah I've seen the ones on that um, yeah it'll be interesting like stuff like that I can see shortcuts you know you can do I have seen shortcuts on the one that is Woody's worst nightmare though oh my god I forget what it's called but it's it's the a windmills. race windmills there's a bunch Whatever. of windmills yeah, yeah. There's, a sh- there's a couple of shortcuts in there the one I saw that was funny is like the second spinny thing before the end, if you hit it right, it shoots you across the finish line. Interesting. And, and the, the one I was watching is there was a guy, there was a guy BMing at the finish line. You know, there's one person left, and he was like doing this, and, and then the, the guy, guy hits the shortcut and passed. <laughs> that's awesome. That's so, dude. That's so. Well, you're freaking taunting. No, I know. You, you deserve it, but no, I I can't beat that fucking level. I mean, I can. I probably. I'm like. 35 percent success rate at that mm. level it's really low for like how easy it should be but i just can't i get jammed up waiting for that last slow one and i always just fucking crush one of those fucking four and i'm just <laughs> like i can't i can't stand that that level but i'm getting better yeah. lately I'm, I'm probably like closer to like 70 percent success rate lately but i think the first like nine or ten times i played it i didn't pass mm-hmm. and i was just like this is just aggravating i also get stuck thinking that i can get through the fast windmill and the shortcut straight through the center yeah and i i try that like six times i'm like if you would have just tried it once and then just 
Yeah, I, I just good. give myself one attempt each time, and yeah. then I'll. I think I'm just gonna stop. I we I need all the help I can get. I can't be I can't be going for yeah. that middle. But yeah, I don't know. I think uh, yeah, just with it'll be interesting to see. The one thing I was gonna say compared to like the week golf thing is they can patch this week golf. They didn't really. That's yeah. true. So like I think there's gonna be able to do that kind of stuff with it once people figure it out to change it or whatnot. Plus you can you know. Obviously, like new seasons every forty to fifty days. I hope they shorten that up down the road. I yeah, hope that's it's just too right, long. Right now, it's just hey, opening of it, and then let's call it sixty days from the first, and then let's go every thirty days or something like that. That'd be kind of nice. Mm-hmm. Um, or to have like partial season unlocks, where for, like in the let's say it's again sixty days. The first thirty days is one thing, and then for like the last thirty days, every like thirty divided by every ten days, so, like new things get added on to that season still um there's like the, it's so new there's so many things lot. they could do like you could easily turn into leagues and again it's just gonna be i don't know because i felt like fortnite was kind of dying right it still is yeah and it's just like it's still really popular but i think it just kind of felt like it was kind of dying the the only reason i really jumped on fall guys was i was on twitch one day which i had not been watching for like a while like six weeks and just like i kind of got burnt out on twitch guys but all the guys i watched for like the show fifa other stuff we're all playing it <laughs> like yeah. every single one of them was like normally a fifa streamer every single day um he's like a it's like run the foot market or something so like you can like there's like a spy sell market for the, you know for cards and ultimate team and he doesn't spend any money and ends up having like t- like tens of millions of freaking coin it's nuts anyways he has to be on fifa like six to eight hours a day just doing market stuff right in gameplay he wasn't playing. He was playing Fall Guys. I was like, what? This is nuts. And then you watch mm-hmm. it, and again, it's just so simple, the nostalgia aspect of it. And like you said, just the chasing dubs and getting tilted. And I think that combination of give them something to chase, but if they don't get it, you got to make the game this weird apex of hard and easy where it's hard to win it because it's 60 down to 1 or whatever. But like the actual core gameplay is easy. The concept of the game is every single video gamer that's conscious above the age of 12 should think that I should be able to beat this game every single time. And why am I not? It's and yeah, it's just like kind of like gambling. You think whenever you're going to go gamble, you're going to win. You don't ever go in. If you think you're going to go and lose, I would always tell you, don't go. It's not going to be fun. You're not... But the ones that have fun with it and the ones that fill the casinos up every Friday and Saturday night are there till like 2 a.m. having a good time are there because they think they're going to fucking win. And you mm. know what? You don't. And that's kind of like that same thing. It's that, that chasing yeah. something that's very doable and you've had success at it and you think you can just like control it, but you you can't because you have fuckers like Monger Man over here, Speak mm-hmm. 38 grabbing you, and then you get fucking <laughs> hit by a board and all of a sudden <laughs> can't jump. Speaking of gambling, how messed up is it that these battle royales, and they're not just battle royales, like EA games, are pretty much getting giving young children like a gambling experience with these microtransactions and the addiction of it? Like how messed up is it? Yeah, I think it's super messed up. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's countries not here, but like. Belgium, I think, is one that any game with microtransactions cannot is is unplayable on Belgian servers. A couple there's like five or six countries that like outlawed them. Certain countries make games change aspects of it where you uh, they took it out of I forget what game it was where it might have been a Call of Duty where they had drops that you could like buy. Yeah, and um, mm-hmm. they took that out of it. Uh, so people are getting pissed. Yeah. people are paying hundreds of dollars and not getting the thing they wanted. Hey, especially yeah, when the guns that. Um, that you'd get 
would give you a competitive advantage. Like mm-hmm. it wasn't just a skin, yeah, right? Exactly. Um, it was an advanced warfare was the first one to do it, and you would get legitimately like, like the best guns in the game mm-hmm. were through these microtransactions. And now you could get drops free. And so some people would get lucky, get a free drop, first one, get the best gun in the game. Yeah. But then some people, like I've seen videos, spend hundreds of dollars, hundreds, if not thousands of dollars, yeah. and not be able to get it. Yeah. Well, yeah. We, I don't know. I don't Case know. Point, I, I never got some of them. Yeah. How much do you think you spend on drops? Oh, I never ended up spending that Oh, okay. Much. Well, that, okay. Um, I probably, I spent money on League of Legends, but that's different because that's you don't get any competitive advantage sure. through buying things. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I did probably back. spend like two to 300 on that though. And that was a lot for being an eighth grader. Oh, it's a ton. Yeah. I, uh, I plans for zombies garden warfare. It's a multiplayer game. Okay. I never but played that one for whatever reason. I played it and I was, I was just like really good and I got really into it. <laughs> um, the micro you could buy packs to upgrade your character. Mm-hmm. But once you unlocked, like a character unlock, you couldn't unlock it again. So each the next pack, you had a a better um, chance of getting the things you don't have. If that makes sense. Yeah. So like, if you do it like that, I still don't like it. But like, if yeah. you're gonna do it like that, you have to do it like that. Yeah. You can't just be sleazy for the money. It's. But, yeah, I don't know. I. I. I'm super against it in general. So yeah, I mean, I, me too. I sh- I say that though, being someone who a hundred percent participates in it at the same time, right? Because it in my the only thing is this, right? It's not okay. It should be illegal, but it's not illegal. Okay, so it's legal. Uh, and how they justify it in the games is you don't have to spend money to get to get these things to get these competitive advantages in the games that still do it, right? Um, you can grind out and play the game and still get to these same things. So they're still attainable whether you pay or you don't pay. You can just pay to play faster this way in theory. Um, I'm just playing a lot of, I mentioned like a little bit ago here here on the episode, where I play a lot of sports games that have these things called ultimate teams. And the main way to like grind through that is packs. And you get players and you get special things through that. Um, like the items that are non-competitive advantages that just kind of like, so like maybe jerseys or like different balls or like special shoes or something like that. Those things never really hold up in a marketplace, but like specifically FIFA, and we've talked about this before off, off, uh, off air, way too much, more money than anyone should. And I don't think I'm, I'm probably in the top like 10% all time in terms of like how much money someone spent on like FIFA specifically, but like. And yeah, especially early on, huge competitive advantage because you can just craft whatever team you want. And there's these certain players that are really expensive. Um, I will say like props, not in like a morale or ethical way, but like good for you, like EA Sports basically to figure out, hey, you know what people really like doing? Spending money and gambling. We should just add this to the thing and you can't transfer this shit from year to year. So FIFA 20, you start over in FIFA 21. So you don't get it. So even if you pay... I just sound stupid. I spent significantly less money on FIFA 20 than I did on 1918, 17 or 16. Right. Um, I still probably spent this year on 20, 
uh, between maybe like five and seven thousand dollars on it. <laughs> so like it, Shit. yeah. And okay, part of that though is like Christmas to myself when the game comes out, and I know I'm gonna. I pulled away like between in certain years between like fifteen hundred and two thousand dollars that I'm saying I'm gonna spend this in the first week, but all year I'm like gearing up to it. So it's like vacations for people, uh, like treating yourself to like I don't know, like a shopping spree or whatever eating out at really fancy restaurants like once a month or whatever to me that's all the same thing except i just get that enjoyment or experience out of a video game every year right the rest of it is just pure gambling because people catch up to me after that like first like two week bump where after every game that i win in like just a freaking sweat fest of like a 2-1 like just eke it out i just get a classic like ps message of uh daddy's money or like pay to play (laughs) (laughs) and i usually just respond with get a job um but like after that initial wave hits of okay now like special cards come on whatever then i start having to buy back in because i need to stay ahead of that because i need that advantage stay ahead of the curve yeah because if we play on just like neutral level fields like i might be in the 90th percentile in terms of money spent and like quality of like teams but i'm probably in the 60th percentile in terms of like actual skill so i i every other game just get tossed um the most I've ever spent in one calendar year on a FIFA, I think, was FIFA 17, and I think it got close to, like, $15,000. So, like, granted, I was making, like, a shit ton of money, and I was living at home, I think, or I just bought the house or whatever. So, I had it, and I didn't know what to spend it on. would have been fucking nice to have that money to, like, for student loans and stuff, but... Um, it is what it is. It is what it is, but it's also, too, like, feeding into that... of To the part of humans that tend to, like, have addictions, Right? I think humans are addictive in nature, um, especially exposed to, and just when you're exposed to certain things that mesh well with you specifically too. Um, and if you've had positive affiliations with those things in the past, I think that go back to the casinos, right? If you go to the casino your first time and it's a poor experience, your, your association with that is just like, Oh, this sucked. Yeah. Right. For me, it was an awesome experience the first time. And so my association with it always is like, I had a really fucking great time at this one time, right? And it happened to me the first time, and that's just how I kept going back. Um, so I totally get that, too. Or if, like, uh, for instance, like, for you, Ian, like, maybe, like, buying, like, a super sick coat or, like, a pair of shoes gonna, or something, right? I was going to jump in. Yeah. And, like, it's the same thing with me and clothes. The I gratification mean, part. It's not just, like I – and I, I've said this before on pod. I mean, it's not like I go out every weekend. Mm-hmm. Last time I actually went out with the boys, went out to the bars and drank, you know, was mm. – Jason's birthday in the fall, last fall. Ten months ago. Um, Ten and a half months ago. You know, and I mean, it's not like, granted, I've gone on the most vacations of my life um, from June 2019 to, like, February, March, or Mm -hmm. March 2020 is the most I've traveled in a a calendar year. Yeah. Um, But excluding that year, I mean, it's not like I ever spend my money like going anywhere doing anything anyway yeah so it's just like that's just that's just what i do and same yeah. thing like um yeah i just buy clothes dude yeah that's what i do yeah it's just the association I mean, is positive yeah. with, with those things and you t- and that's my thing is if these things are not getting in the way of necessities or like healthy aspects of your life yeah, I mean, and they like, start <laughs> becoming unhealthy yeah that's a problem yeah but if it's like yeah for yeah, me again, comparisons my entire bank account on clothes and i'm like uh i actually only have like 200 dollars to my name <laughs> um yeah as long as yeah exactly if, as long as they like but, you can justify I mean, hey, it i was getting those fat unemployment <sighs> checks dude. yeah dude. But i saved yeah. i saved freaking 75 percent of it 
which is dope, man. So I, did, like, I did not do that. Um, did, also, didn't spend it on FIFA though, to be fair. So yeah, so probably I mean, like, saved about fifty percent. Good for you. Yeah, so I, seventy five percent. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Anyway, um, but yeah. Anyway, oh, I did. It. I did want to shout out EA Sports for having the most downvoted comment on Reddit defending Star Wars Battlefront microtransactions. <laughs> that might have been the game that. Yes, I think it, it was. I want to say it was Battlefront Two, maybe yeah. one. Yeah. But the thing is, I don't. The game didn't come with like a main character like Luke Skywalker. I don't think you had to unlock him, hmm. and. It took something ridiculous, like twenty hours of gameplay, to earn enough mm-hmm. in-game points to buy him. Yeah, and which the on- comment that got downvoted to Oblivion was defending that. Yeah, <laughs> it has like <laughs> negative five hundred thousand downvotes or something. Honestly, though, I don't have an issue with that of making like certain things, especially like okay, Luke Skywalker is probably what one of the top three. Like you say, Star Wars, Luke Skywalker, like word association affiliation kind of thing he's in the top three like responses right so he's yeah you think of star wars you think of luke skywalker you probably think of like darth vader um and yoda right it's probably those three uh so i have no issue 20 hours in video game play is not that long like it really isn't it's um now for like eight-year-olds sure but you know what this game probably isn't made for eight-year-olds at the same time and so like i also think there's some like social responsibility that video games in terms of the consumer have that they just because it's convenient to blame someone else they just don't take that responsibility on on for themselves and don't hold themselves accountable such like parents in gaming at the same time now especially like i think we've learned i think probably about all of us growing up different ages or whatever but video games didn't have the like place in society that they have now where it's really not that big of a deal everyone kind of yeah. does it it's like video games and porn, like those two things, like hand in hand, kind of like at the same time. We're like, yeah, you know what? Turns out a lot more people do it, and guess what? They're not like shooting up churches. Um, mm-hmm. Like we're probably okay with with doing those things. If anything, like let's just add like weed to that, and let's just calm them the fuck down, and maybe yeah. like even less of that shit will happen. But um, instead of like ramping them up on like vodka Red Bulls and stuff. And anyways, <laughs> but yeah, no, I don't know. I I don't have any issue with both. I um with that kind of stuff of having to grind a game out. The the microtransactions thing, though, and paying to play and that stuff, it's like, I think communities for each individual game do pretty well at policing themselves and creating, like, communities within communities that you can find to do that. But at the same time, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what, I don't, now we're too far into it. I don't know what the answer is, mm-hmm. right? We're so used to pay to play. Um and how I just any, I, I think know. it's so messed up for the like eight to ten year old or twelve year olds that it's incredibly addicting, right? Mm-hmm. Playing, rolling the dice, trying to get these skins, getting the ra- them, the, getting I, those. I think the randomness is what bugs me. Yeah, because you can still grind out just putting money in and then like generating in-game currency to go get whatever guy you want that costs more. Because um, like in theory, it's not that different than like let's use baseball for example. Uh, like growing up when everyone's playing baseball and that kid that had the rich parents that had like the sweet, the dopest bat, like the sickest glove, had the sickest bat bag, had like the newest cleats, right? He tended to be to a certain point like considerably better unless he just absolutely sucked, in which case they just made fun of him. Mm-hmm. But like typically those kids also were pretty good because they also probably had like a 
private coach or like their parents already push them to like, I'm spending thousands of dollars on you every year for hockey or baseball or basketball, whatever. Be good. You, you need to put the work in. And they usually yeah. did. Right. Cause it's more fun when you have that shit versus the like $20 target glove and like the shitty bat from like Walmart. Um, so at the same time, I don't see it's that different in terms of like kid compared to kid of like less, who has less, who has more, just the randomness of it, of like, I could spend a hundred dollars and you could spend a hundred dollars and we both could get the same, like, I think bats are probably close to $300, but regards, right? We could both get the same bat and we both have the same technology to use. Right. And now it just comes down to actual skill and development, but in game transactions, especially like the buying packs or whatever, like I could spend a hundred dollars like you, like you said, Ian, and you could spend a hundred dollars. I could get jack shit and you could get the best card in the game. That's worth like in game equivalent thousand dollars, which is why, um, I mean, right now with Call of Duty, right, you can unlock all DLC guns. Even if you don't buy... Okay, so you can buy the Battle Pass, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and it's free. The guns are always free in the Battle Pass. Now, it takes you much longer to level up the Battle Pass if it's if you don't purchase it, right? If you just have the free Battle Pass, mm-hmm. it'll take you much longer to level it up to get the free guns than if you were to buy it. Um, and... Now, when new guns do come out in the shop, they'll always have, like, a skin variant of it where you can just buy it and then just use it right away without having to level or anything. Yeah. Um, which I'm fine with because, like, if you're going to buy it, whatever. But I can go unlock it in, like, an hour if I wanted to, you sure, know? Sure, sure. Um, and even if you – even all the guns that you weren't able to unlock that season, there are challenges then for you to unlock it just regular. Mm-hmm. And, like, I think that is the best best yeah. way to do it. Shout out. But yeah. yeah. Speaking of Battle Pass, there's, I think it's at tier 50. I'm at like tier 48, so I'm going to unlock it tonight probably. There's a Yegor skin. Oh, that thing is so disgusting, dude. <laughs> Did you see what the name of it is? No. Honcho. God damn it. Oh. So you know I'm about to be rocking that. It's just a match made in Monger Man heaven. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. Kind of last thing I would say on this is like, and we've talked about this a little bit. This is like a year plus ago. Um, related to it is I think there's a really huge opportunity right now for someone that has a small fortune of money. Uh, not anything we have, right? Something like probably let's call it in the like 20 to $30 million range that wants to start a legitimate like esports league. And there, there's places that are trying, right? We talked about like, Gary V is investing in the Minnesota team for, uh, for things. And there's other like little things that are popping up. Right. But one that like, puts a ton of money and resources into we're going to run this shit clean and we're going to create a set of rules and we're going to have like people monitoring shit and like really you know paying attention and have different tiers and divisions of like hey you can win this one where it's open uh like a like an open classification anything goes uh you can win this one though where it's like restricted things to like it basically feels like hey you can't pay to play if, if it's like you know there's certain things you have to do you have to grind out and you have to show us that you did that um and season play where I think that kind of system, I think, would be something that, and it's accessible to a lot of people. And then obviously at the high levels, you can play and get it on you know, Twitch or create your own channel or whatever, get it on TV and get like sponsors involved and things like that. There's, I think, a lot of people taking stabs at it at like the Friendster, Friendster MySpace, uh, like AOL Instant Messenger, uh, like level. And we're just waiting for that one guy or that one company to come around or corporation and be like, boom, here's the Facebook esports of Facebook or Facebook of yeah. esports, right? And just like lay it all out and perfect everything and like 
and that's just what everyone does is like you buy these games and you can play them and do all these things but like you can compete online and do this stuff in game but then there's this whole other thing that's affiliated with all these different games they get contracts and agreements with all these companies that video game producers and there's a legitimate like league where there's athletes or gamers that are making like millions of dollars and are like treated like they're professional athletes um, and making money that reflects that. So it's something to, like you really want to work towards. I think that there's a, like I said, huge opportunity for that. And it's global. You don't, you don't need only an American exists. It literally can, you can everybody around the world. Cause you yeah. don't need the language barrier thing. That's not really a barrier. Right. So I don't know. It'd be interesting. I mean, we've talked about starting our own professional team. And just being like really shitty, and that's kind of the yeah. whole point. That would be funny. Like that's like the, <laughs> it's just the whole like, concept is like we're just professional. We pay, we we pay our our athletes like ten dollars, <laughs> like, <laughs> and like they go up and produce like a like a fifteen percent win percentage, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> like, and that's the whole point. And it's just, but like I think we had added on too of like making it into like a a spoof, uh, like mockumentary yeah. of it too behind the scenes stuff and like kind of like you're like doing the with the. Uh, at Monger, uh, Monger Honcho, I believe you posted the video on, um, of the watch the watching coffee pours. Oh, I haven't posted that one. Yet. Oh, whoops! No, spoiler alert. We'll cut that That's out. Okay. Just a water. It goes beat. up tomorrow, though. <laughs> huh? Doesn't it go live tomorrow? Probably. Nice. Yeah. But anyways, it's like, on your calendar. Oh, on nice. Your, <laughs> on your board. Oh, yeah. So it's fine. This will come yeah, out yeah, afterwards. Yeah. Exactly. It's out. It's out now, ladies and gentlemen. Go check it out. Um. Link in the description below. Uh, but yeah, just like just a huge spoof of that, basically of just like the real world, but like just totally just made up and just totally just scripted, of like how like serious they're taking this stuff and just constant controller throws. <laughs> <laughs> just fuck, just, dude, you monitors. died one time. <laughs> you know you respawn, right? Like we have ten minutes left in this game. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's gonna die at least once. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know. Anyways, uh. Long way around. Long like, video game segment. Yeah. Inverted episode this week. Instead mm-hmm. of starting with recapping the week, I think we're going to end with recapping the week. Yeah. But um, before we get, I'll go back to playing more Fall Guys, most likely. Or no, you're grinding, grinding some Call of Duty tonight. I'll probably do a little of both. Yeah, that's fair. But um, uh, yeah, well, with that, Ian, how's the, uh, um, how's the modeling gig going? So the only two things... I mean, it's been... 13 days since the last pod. Since recording, uh, yep. Just really weird. Does not feel like it was 13 days ago. That's the scary thing. I don't anyway, know. Um, only thing that happened in those 13 days was um, me buying and receiving these pants that I'm wearing. Um, vintage Levi 501s with a custom flare. There you go. And um, took some more photos with John for the whole modeling thing. Um, Shout out John, friend of the show. True. So that was like last Thursday. This is on a t- we're recording this on a Tuesday. So tomorrow it'll almost be a week, and he hasn't gone back to me. So I got to text him about that. Um, other than that, I mean, it's nothing's been going on. Um, <laughs> feeling really unmotivated. I've never been this unmotivated. Ooh, interesting. In, and when you brought up the whole like thing earlier when you were talking off the pod, yeah, um, I was like, I'm in a funk too. Yeah, like I really am. Um, I don't know. Like it's just like I have no. Mo- it's just like this. 
you know, I go because I mean, like, dude, I need to be looking for jobs, which I am, dude. I'm looking, uh-huh. but like, I look at all these things, and they, and I know, you know, I just got, I have to just get one, and I will, <laughs> just to make money. But it's just, it's so demotivating because there's nothing looks remotely interesting. Yeah, and yeah, it's just AIDS. I get yeah, and I, I mean, I, it, I think, <clears throat> I think the 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 virus and how this whole like last seven months have transpired is playing a part in the lack of motivation and the fact that I haven't had to do anything because, like I said, I think we talked about this last pod or the pod before. Um, going back to work, like mm-hmm. me working or having something to do, is beneficial for me. Mm-hmm. And while like me getting paid to do nothing was great. It was not. It was not excellent. <laughs> and I've just been kind of like reflecting on like what I want to do and just in general a lot. And it's just, uh, dude, I'm very unmotivated. Yeah. Like, and, it, and it's honestly affecting everything. Yeah. Like job searching. Yeah. Freaking superbia stuff. Yeah. Which sucks. But like, I mean, it's real and I should put this on the pod because <laughs> that's the whole point of the pod. Exactly. Um. I mean, yeah. I mean, just we're in a rut, dude. I call that I call that the seepage when that like one thing and your general like feelings or attitude or like motivation or inspiration for that stuff starts to affect other things that are seemingly unrelated and then it's almost for me where it's like when you start to kind of dance floor balcony thing of you get on the balcony and look down at the dance floor that is your life and start realizing oh shit actually these things are all actually interconnected yeah. um no yeah and it's just like it's just seeping out there uh two things that I thought right came to mind one in terms of like the the funk thing the first thing was and this is i remember this part not really realizing it until a couple years later but thinking back on it was this is the first fall in uh let's see about 17 years for you that you don't have that kick in the ass motivation of going back to school i know and that's a real thing to have to figure out of and especially being done right not like like dropping out of school or leaving school or getting a job or working or whatever, right? Because I think in that way you always remember I can go back, mm-hmm. but this is like you're finished, and that's that part is no, just over. Now it's your it's your it's in your position to find that new start line. Yeah, and you've realized actually, wow, for 17 years that was just a given. Like someone else was doing that for me, mm-hmm. and now I'm responsible to do that for myself. And I think that's a real like first thing of being a college grad that like one of the first skills that I would say that you just develop, and I, again, I go back to, I've said it before, ready's not really a thing. Like, mm-hmm. you're, no one's ready for that moment. You're just either doing it or you're not doing yeah. it. And it sounds like you're not doing it, which is fine. I think it's I mean, figuring like, it out. For me, I mean, a lot of it comes down to, um, just like, the, I mean, like, the last thing I want to do is get a job I don't want. And I'm realizing that more and more as the days <laughs> go by. Yeah. Um, now do I think I could, you know, call my aunt and probably get an interview for this Mayo Clinic thing, doing something? Yeah. But like, I really don't think I want to do that. And right now I'm trying to like, see if there are other ways or other options. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of like with this LA thing, you know? Yeah. But... I'm, it's just very, I'm very uneasy about everything. And that unease is just like causing me to not be productive. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, so. What do you think about the aunt job and 
that you why are you not pursuing that why do you think um one one aspect i mean it's in rochester yep so that's a long drive hour and a half drive there hour and a half drive back if you were to commute yeah you know and i mean right now i would have to Mm -hmm. so that's i mean very unappealing but you know if i had to do it i got to do it two i don't want to like i mean right now i don't want to like start getting tied down to something and even i could i could get that job and quit right but then there's never that now to fall back on yeah the yep. second i quit i mean that's Can't, over you're burning the bridge for is it is this the right time to, to burn, burn this? the bridge yeah, and yeah. it's like i i just i have a fear in the back of my head that like if i don't just wait this out and that is a dangerous and i'm very well aware that is a dangerous thing to, for me to be doing right now I'm, I'm very well aware but like i'm trying to see if something else is gonna happen yeah you know um you're betting on yourself. I'm betting on myself. For sure. Uh, and I always do. Yep. And, you know, worst thing comes to worst, or, you know, things all come crashing down. I'll figure it out. Yeah. But, like, right now I'm trying to bet on myself, but it's just the slow process of doing that is just, it's it's getting to me. It's tough because it moves slow, and you have all this time to sit there and overthink Honestly, and overanalyze Honestly, I feel like a piece it. of shit, dude. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember Mom's that. back at school. Mom's a teacher. Yeah. Mom's going back. She started, she had to go back three days last week, mm-hmm. or two days last week, and now starting yesterday, she's she's back. Yeah. Um, Wait, you mean school is her job, or she's going for a she's degree? A, or she's a teacher. Okay. Yeah. Um, so school okay. as, as yeah, employment. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, my brother has been back now since June mm-hmm. working. Dad never really, I mean, dad had off during like the initial thing of the pandemic, but also went back in June. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just me, you know, at home. <laughs> I don't have a job. Yeah. At uh, mom and dad's house. At mom and dad's Which adds a layer. And it's just like a layer of just like, I d- because I just don't want to look like a free, I don't want to be a freeloader. I don't yeah. want to look like a freeloader. I don't want to look or feel anything in that realm and it's starting <laughs> you know i'm not gonna lie in july june mm-hmm. it was whatever yeah it's starting it's been three weeks now it is starting to take its toll yeah um so yeah that's where i'm at <laughs> yeah man i i remember like because i moved home twice um i moved home for about like six or eight months in between uh let's see here when, when did it happen um maybe i moved home once uh but i just remember doing that same thing and having those same feelings exactly of just like that extra layer of it and like the everyone else doing stuff and you're not it's it's that thing when you start the process out and you go into it and you have all these like plans and things and beliefs of like how it's going to work that you think you have a lot more control over things than you actually do. And even though you know that you can't control most things, you, for whatever reason, like have convinced yourself because you're betting on yourself that you, you can either control can't things. control it or that you'll figure it out in the moment. And then all of a sudden when you start realizing that you hit that point where you realize, man, there's been a kind of a string of things that I should have or have before this to this point figured out. But lately I haven't been figuring it out. Yeah. Or lately the control thing I've just like realized it's not under my control which stating the obvious stuff right 
pandemic out of your control job shit related to that. it's all related to that right but at the same time there's plenty of other people before 2020 that have been in your position too or like looking for jobs and it doesn't it doesn't seem to like yeah. be working right um i think the for me and i think it's kind of less not like advice really but just kind of like my experience of it and how i like see it now and then you take whatever you can take out of it and apply it to however it fits into yours right but get through like the the cheesy cliche but it's you know cliches are only cliches because they're true right it's like tough times that's another du- cliche uh, right, 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 right. <laughs> but like it's that's it's that saying of like tough times don't build character they reveal character right and what they're revealing sounds like is that you're always are willing to bet on yourself and that that's what you're going to do like that's what you do when you start to get cornered and backed into a wall is you know what I've figured it out before. I'm going to do it again. And just this time, because of just other things happening that you can't control, it's just not working. And I think the only thing that, like, to me, as someone who also feels that way in general, right, mm-hmm. as someone who always, like, is going to bet on themselves too, is when you start doing things not that way, where you start taking the job just to do something different or you take a job for the money or whatever, and that's when you start compounding that stuff and it snowballs. Because yeah. I've done that, too, where it's like, you know what? I just got to do this thing. I got to dig myself out of this. It's the robbing Peter to pay Paul, right? It's that kind of part of it all where it's like, man, I, the living at home part sucks for sure. And I, I remember kind of mentioning that to you, but also like saying like you got to kind of like experience that, too, at the same time. Yeah. Of like, yeah, you save money, but like there comes a point where the money that you saved, you aren't able to do anything with. And yeah, it might help you, but it's not helping you more than if you would have just did it the other way. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, you might have more of it, but it doesn't cost what you have now versus what you could have had if you would have just stayed in your situation. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes it helps, too, to not be there because it's those thoughts that get provoked, too, of yeah. living in mom's basement. Like, that, those thoughts that come around when you're just hanging around by yourself and in that house and, like, thinking, like, man, I remember when eight, I was 18 years old and said... Man, what a fucking loser those guys are when they're 23 and their parents say like, and now I'm that fucking loser. I those, <laughs> those those thoughts of just being in that space like feed into that like demotivating or Dude, unmotivating kind of like It's weird that like thing. And it's and it's backwards, you know. Yeah. Like you I mean for other things, you know, it's when things like this happen that either that usually drives motivation. Mm-hmm. And I think s- it has, you know, but like right now it's not. Yeah. I have felt that, um, drive of motivation from being in a situation, not this situation, but like, you know, comparing apples to oranges type situation, you know, like, uh, this isn't going great. I want to change this. And then you get super motivated and I've experienced that mostly with like, it's been like school stuff. Mm -hmm. Like I'm unhappy. Um, so I'm like, all right, we're just going to change. Yeah. Um, but again, like I have more control, (laughs) over those situations um another thing though that i think uh is like feeding into this though as i feel like i'm in the last six months i think like my views and my outlooks and what i like and dislike about everything in life has changed so much yeah which is weird i don't know if there's necessarily like a like a stimulus for that or a catalyst for those like views changing or my uh my uh my likes changing but i have noticed that like the things i like have changed mm-hmm. um give some you know. examples um the biggest i mean the one that i noticed most 
is just fashion. I don't know why. There's nothing that my my view on fashion and like my personal style has changed dramatically in the last six months. It's probably just what it's tied to, right? Yeah, I think you're starting to realizing yeah. the change is the first step of realizing, which is cool, right? Because I think this is a part that you also learn in like really harsh times too, and like the. You know, I think that you can be like formed and like identify things from like positive experiences, but also negative experiences, right? I don't know right. if what where this is on that like spectrum, but like it just sounds like you're at the starting stages of being able to identify what your actual like fashion sense is and what it's connected to, and it sounds like it's connected to like your like feel and emotion and like wants and like just general direction in life more than you probably thought it was right. before this point. Like I don't know if it really is on like the sense of it all is probably not changed. Mm-hmm. It's just your like, l- like mental levels are different. And so that's now like seeping think, into yeah. the fashion thing. Mm-hmm. That's just what it sounds like to me. Right. Um, I'm fashion is probably just one example of that. It's probably mm-hmm. a lot of stuff that you didn't realize. Wow. Like when I'm happier, I like these things, but when I'm like, like More frustrated uneasy, or yeah. whatever, like those things go away. And now I like these things. And it's like, just kind of like how much things are attached to like mood and emotion and stuff like that. It's nuts, but yeah, no, it's, it's not an easy spot. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I, I both want to go back and like be that age again. Cause once you go through it once, you're kind of like all oh, these things I would have done differently. Yeah. And I but mean, at the like, same time, oof. I kind of am holding that. I'm like that. I'm trying to hold on to that mentality, mm-hmm. you know, of, you know, hindsight 2020, like Ian, all right, this is the first time you're going through something like this. I mean, you just got to get through this one and then yeah. the next time, if there's a next time it's going to be easier or you're going to be looking back and be like, that wasn't so bad. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I don't know. Yeah. I, the whole premise of the pod, the underlying theme is <laughs> exactly. for this, for this moment. So putting it on the pod now. Exactly. August 25th, 2020. Yeah. I think we're kind of like one last thing I'd add to that too, is just talking to a friend like about this kind of similar stuff of the idea that I think there's not really a, it's not a right or wrong thing, but the only kind of like, I won't even say it's wrong. It's just unfortunate to do it in this way of, in terms of just like life where it's, it's weird. Cause you'll just have these points where you realize like you could wake up tomorrow and feel 180 degrees different about something that you thought about yesterday just based off of new experiences new information presented to you and meeting different like new people right it's just those things like when you experience new things it's just going to change your perspective sometimes not enough or sometimes reinforces it but there's times where it's like you just meet that one person it could be for five minutes or you see this one thing or you experience this one thing and it's like wow i didn't know this existed and now it's because i didn't know these things i just didn't know you only know what you know um, you could, again, like I said, just w- literally one minute think this way about something and then the next like instance, you completely change your, your mind on it. And it could be big things, it could be small things. The only like unfortunate part of that, I think, is when people realize that and realize, wow, I've just been exposed to something that makes me feel a completely different way than I felt before, but I'm not going to do anything about it. I'm not going to acknowledge it. I'm going to basically categorize that as something that's not real and I'm going to keep doing this thing that I no longer feel and I think that's the tricky thing of like trying to stay out of that and that's going to doing that job that you don't really want to do just for the sake of a job that's the like 
stop betting on yourself kind of thing. That's, that's that is the reason why I have yeah. not been. It's not wrong. It's just unfortunate that people do it. Yeah, that's that's kind of my point on it. Of like, it's definitely like I said, it's not a right or wrong thing, but like, it's you also gotta know like when it's time to fold your hand, yeah. right? At the same time too, and that's that's the kind of like tricky part of it. And if it was easy, we probably wouldn't be having this conversation, yeah. right? That's the part of it. But again, it's just that whole thing of what do I really believe in? And maybe not. Maybe that's something after two weeks more, you experience some things or get some more information or meet some new people, and it's like you know what. Maybe I shouldn't bet on myself anymore. I don't know, but I don't. Yeah. I don't think so. Like, but yeah, part of me is really like right. Right. This would be like the dream one scenario. This is mm-hmm. what I'm really hoping happens. I somehow I get this thing that uh, that gives me a pay stub enough to where I can go get an apartment, and then I'm th- in my head. It's like once I get there, it's like, mm-hmm. dude, like it's it's fucking go time. Yeah, you got to do something. Yeah, right, and. I mean, I've seen it with Cam, right? She got a job with some sick, you know, entrepreneur, you know, figure. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just the, her and her boss. Yeah. And they're, like, just doing big moves right now. And she's she's making money to survive, doing something that she likes. And she's out there, and she's, like, literally just, like, it's building up, and mm-hmm. it's looking great, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um and you know she's got other things going on too. I mean, Cam is going to be on uh, a billboard, not a billboard, uh, an ad in Times Square. Yeah, I heard about that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. shout so, out Cam. Mm-hmm. And I mean, that's not from it's not her job related. How'd she? It's get uh, lined up? she is really big on like fashion sustainability. So there's this website called ThreadUp for, mm-hmm. and it's like women's fashion. Yeah. Um, just like a sustainability website where you can recycle garments and. Um, they'll recycle the garments or you can like buy and sell, you know, a, you know, a, yeah. a pretty, not a super niche, um, category of clothing, but like if you see the clothing, like, oh yeah, those are all kind of related in some way. Um, and it's really kind of like her aesthetic. And so she's just become this like ambassador for them. Nice. And now they're going to have her on an, on a bill or, or, an ad ad or whatever. Yeah. Square. It's amazing. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, and I mean, it's those kind of things that are keeping me, because I see Cam, I can't, mm-hmm. if Cam can do it, why can't I do it? Yeah. You know? And like, that's the source, that's like the drive of betting on myself. Yeah. Because I've always done it. I'm like, dude, I feel like I could put something together if I got out there. The other side of the that story that you're probably doing, I don't know for sure, that on one hand, like friends can inspire you when they're making big moves like that but also you can get, get caught comparing yourself yeah yeah, and yeah being absolutely like, wow i'm a loser i'm not doing that yeah no no yeah. absolutely but i try it's not tough. to do it's that. a tough yeah. balance oh it totally mm-hmm. is it totally is that's where like like things like facebook and instagram and dude on I, it sorry sorry i'll just real quick just that's where they live though is they understand that people on like that's a really hard thing to navigate it's like okay let's just offer you the space to go navigate that then i'm not gonna give you the answers but like i'm gonna give you that space to go figure it out for yourself and more likely than not you're not gonna figure it out and you're gonna keep coming back Mm -hmm. um it's funny that you say that because in 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 i get both those feelings though like looking at you pete like I see like all this stuff Pete is making oh, yeah, and right. Pete is, you're just like improving and you're doing all this like in my, in my right, the dude is super sick, right? You're doing these, all these different new avenues. And then I'm here like, dude, I could, 
like how do I you know (laughs) (laughs) you know like it's inspiring to see like you do that right but then it's like dang dude superbia has not been moving granted like I mean it's two different spheres right you can't you can't like compare like the speed it's comparing apples and oranges while they're both fruit they're different right yeah um yeah, I get those same feelings. So I was like, going to say it's funny you say that because <laughs> I feel the same way about like other people on IG that I follow too. So I I don't know if it's ever a thing that you like can get out of. I think you're always going to be comparing yourself somewhat. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think being in a capitalist capitalistic society, you have to, right? Yeah. And I think so. to some extent you always should. Mm-hmm. You know, because if well, it's good to not compare yourself to others i feel you know be original um i think reference just like reference yourself um kind of keep yourself in check and better understand your place in the world yeah like just Mm -hmm. and then figure out what you want to do with it once you figure that out right so Mm -hmm. it's not to with the intent on success by the mainstream definition or whatever right there's a bunch of avenues we've talked about before in previous episodes but it's Figure out your place in the world to then figure out what you want to do with it. And mm-hmm. that, that decision is totally yours. And I think people making that decision, so think of people like Cam where it's like, could have done all these things, could have whatever. She decided to go sustainability route, which is getting more popular, but by no means is the popular, you know, you know, thing to outlet right now. Yeah. yeah. People are thinking more of it, but it's, you know, it's out on the up and up, but it's not by any means like the thing, but go and then do that thing with it saying you know i could have made more money i could have been more popular could have had more followers on instagram if i would have did this thing or that thing but you don't and i think when you see people follow things that they genuinely and like really truly are like connected with and it's not something that's artificial just for approval by outside influences right it's something that it's intrinsically like a part of you that the success part of it just kind of follows and you're going to go and get to the places that you want to go to. Not necessarily the places that other people tell you that you need to go to or that, oh, you're not this if you're not that, but your own definitions, which is so important of like creating your own dictionary of like your own terms on your own on your own terms. Um, like yeah. that part of it, you're going to be able to cross off so many of those kind of things off your list in the ways they're doing it. And I think that's, to me, like what I identify out of those stories, right? Is that's what you know the Pete's the cams that that are doing it that way, where it's not oh I'm gonna go chase this I'm gonna go buy buy you know buy followers I'm gonna go whatever it's the I like doing this shit we go back to like superbia stuff and that like that conversation of do you want to make clothes to make money or do you want to make dope shit that you want to make and it's like I want to make dope shit I want to make yes. I think you're gonna do be more successful oh yeah in your own way mm-hmm. that way. The other way, I'm not saying you couldn't be successful at it, but you're gonna have to do things that you don't want to do. Longevity, though, I think it's proven time again. The longevity of people that chase those kind of things doesn't mm-hmm. last, and it yeah. ends up not being as profitable. Profitable, For sure. maybe not only looking through the monetary lens, but I think life and like if you look at it as a whole. It's not as profitable either. No. Not yeah. just the monetary lens. Yeah. No, I think you get to... And I think those are the people that have that weird, like, you think of, like, the the, the like, the XY, like, axis, like, just basic for, you know, section, you know, graph or whatever. You have those people that are in, like, the outliers that are in those weird spots of, like, uber rich, but also, like, super unhappy. Like, I think that's what happens if they get super lucky and that they, they were just really good at producing something they didn't give a shit about. And now all of a sudden they ended up with 
all like the resources they ever thought they needed. Um, and then they've kind of realized like, wow, this, this isn't better. Um, mm-hmm. and, and whatnot. But, uh, but yeah, no, I think it, it, it's tricky, man. You're, like I said, you're kind of in a weird spot with, yeah. with everything. And, and then the world and the pandemic, I think that is just yeah, tough. layers onto it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. Which I mean, like a part of me, you know, uses that and be like, all right, dude, there's no way there's more people because of that in a similar situation to me right now mm-hmm. than there would be without it. And that yeah. gives me some sort of like peace of mind yeah. and puts me at ease. Yeah. I'm not panicking yet. Yeah. Like, I'm not, I'm not frantic about the situation. Yeah. yeah and I don't think you're in a spot too yet. So I mean, I'm, sense. I'm, I'm still anxious about it. Yeah. No, ju- no doubt. Um, well, I was just going to say like, I think being comfortable would be really bad. What? Feeling the feeling, the emotion you're supposed to feel, I've always felt comfort in. Yeah. If I'm supposed to be scared and I am scared and like those things align, then I've always found like, okay, that's a good thing. Like yeah. even though I'm scared and I don't feel good and I don't feel comfortable, I'm com- I'm finding comfort in the feeling that like I'm supposed to feel this way. Yeah. When yeah, you start yeah. feeling like something that's not what you're supposed to be, like, wow, I feel like pretty down about this thing that I'm supposed to be really happy about. Or wow, I feel this weird sense of gratification out of this thing that's super fucking scumbaggy. Like that's when you need to start really figuring out what the fuck's going on. But yeah, so I, I think that as long as those things align up, again, yeah. it's just tough spots. And then what are you going to do about it? But mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, I was just going to say like in, if the normal, if the world was normal, there's already tremendous anxiety when graduating college, right? Mm-hmm. And then you add the corona on top of it. It's no wonder. Yeah. Um, I was going to, going back to what you were talking about, like about people making content that they want to create and not worrying about outside influence i've been finding like the last two or three weeks all i've been thinking about with the content i've been making is like oh how can i make a post get more views Mm -hmm. more comments and it sounds silly because i only have like 600 followers or whatever but even still i've been like not having enjoyment making the content lately that i was like two or three months ago yeah so because also thinking like to that because you kind of move and shift over the to producer Pete's uh, right. recap in the week kind of stuff here, where it's like, think of it this way too: when you start creating content for for the intended audience being the followers, right, and not for you anymore, think of all the people you're missing out that just haven't seen you yet that like you for you, yeah. right? That could be way higher and probably is way higher. It's just they don't have a way to get to you, and that's the tough thing of being at like below that two thousand follower point this is more analytical just general like marketing less like opinion and it's just like yeah you're like probably creating stuff that gets like a oh that's funny or haha cool that's funny or unique from the 600 but like eventually you're also probably missing a decent amount of those people too yeah and what they were really probably interested in was whatever you were doing and they just thought you were funny not necessarily the content but the content was about you so it worked out now the content's not about you; it's about them, and they're like, "Why well, didn't come here for me?" You know, it's you know, yeah, you know yeah, what I mean. Yeah. It's weird, and then it's just more about once you get to a certain number. And they talk about the two thousand number is just like a stat thing. It's like with elections too, right? Like you just need to pull two thousand people in an area, and that gives you the general feel of with numbers and statistics of how they're gonna how they're gonna vote. Um, same kind of thing where it's like you just need to get to that number. You just don't have a big enough sample size yet, so just keep doing what you're doing and finding those people out there because there's going to be enough. And then once it hits that number, 
they always show that that like whatever that graph is where it's super slow climbing uh, and then all of a sudden just shoots up at the end yeah curve or whatever yeah exactly so i and it's so tough too like there's so many grinding out and doing it that way and and not going and buying followers and not like zen like selling out and stuff because you're gonna get uh risk of burnout too man like and then it's like why'd you just do any of that stuff so it's tough but speaking kind of on that um what's uh How's the week looking like for you? You got you got some things coming up at least in the next couple weeks. Yeah. Well, going to the Boundary Waters, leaving very early Friday morning. I'm gonna stay at my parents over Thursday night. I think we're leaving at like three or four in the oh, morning. Oh, so it's a family family trip. Me, my dad, my brother, oldest brother, his girlfriend, and her dad. Interesting. I was originally bringing a homie along too, so, which would make six people, but his boss is making him work <laughs> even though he got the time granted off his yeah. boss is like a couple weeks ago is like no you're working and which sucks because he's one of the less fortunate where he has to work this job yeah and like someone like me i don't have to be working right now so i get it mm-hmm. um it, it is what it is but haven't been up for about how old am I? 21 now. I think the last time I went up was ninth grade. Damn. So that six, would have been six like years six, ago? six years ago, six or seven. And this will be my third time in total going up. I'm looking forward to just getting away from everything. I'm not going to bring my phone. Ooh. Well, I'll probably have it in the car, but I'm not going to take it with us when we go camping. Really? Interesting. Yeah. I'm going to just try to like be super present, like in the boundary waters and stuff and doing what you're like well, doing or that's not really the goal. I don't think I'll be able to be fully present. I just want to give myself that freedom from the technology for a couple of days. Okay. Yeah. Um, hopefully allow my brain to reset a little bit yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Going to not post on IG obviously because of that. Uh, no music. Yeah. I think it'll be a good reset to Off the grid, man. Yeah. I think those resets do help a lot. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. For sure. Even, um, I've noticed just, like, resets from, like, video games to tie it back to what we were talking about earlier. Oh, sure. Um, I feel like I perform the best in video games. This is so freaking, I mean, I'm stupid, but. Yeah. Yeah. If I just, like, Call of Duty right, I'll be, I'll be clapping cheeks, and then, like, if I play too much. You know, then I get rusty. Yeah. But if I take a break and then come yeah. back, that's when I'm the sharpest. But yeah. That's what I noticed too a lot with skating. I, when I take a break for the sweet spot, seems to actually be like two days of not skating. I'll come back and land the few tricks that wonder, I'm able to a lot easier. I wonder why that is. There has to be some sort of reason why that is. I think it's just like what's the term I was trying to think of where you just have not oversaturation but like I more that's back, what it feels though yeah, yeah like, like back the, back to cliches my uh, old stop. football coach was always like uh, paralysis by analysis where it's just like you're too far into it and you're no longer like seen like your awareness just shrinks because you're just too super focused on these other things that were probably like less important than you thought they were. And now you made them more important than they need to be. 
And so it's just this like you just have a, you just get out of balance. And I think when you get to reset and you go back in and you realize like oh yeah now like these other things come through, um, back to where they were at normal levels. And you probably did improve at those things you were trying to improve already at anyways. You just again were trying to be perfect at them when it only called for you to be at like seventy five percent. And so you're mm-hmm. probably somewhere in like that eighty to eighty five percent range. So it feels like you're failing, but you're actually like good enough to do what you needed to do when you started the whole thing. You just get lost, kind of lost in the sauce. Lost in the sauce, man. But that makes sense. Um, that's that's cool that like unplugging though. I I don't I'd know. Love to do that. I would too. I'm too far in right now. I because I, I don't like camping. Out, I've never been yeah. to the Boundary Waters. Uh, Dude, I've seen plenty a, of pictures. It's an amazing time. That's what everyone says. Uh, I, <laughs> I think even if you don't traditionally like camping, a trip up there, you might have a really good experience. I could see that. It's, it's a lot different than just going driving to a campsite. Yeah. Maybe we get the tent. boys. Maybe we get the the boys to go. That Chase, would be fun. Chase uh <laughs> in like the fall or he's, something. He's very anti boundary waters in this way of he has stock in the oil drilling company that has the contract for for oh. Wait, what? One yeah. ass. <laughs> wow. Wait, say that really? again? Chase. Dude, they're trying to frack up there. Yeah, yeah. What the hell, Chase? Chase is, Chase is very bummed out that they can't do it. And I'm like, you're an ass. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah. No, we, Wait, he, he has stock in a company they have a that ton wants of st- to frack in the Boundary Waters? They have the contract to when they're allowed to frack in the Boundary Waters and tear it up that he has stock in that company. And they're just waiting for them to start. And then that stock will obviously go sky high. Um, just more incentive to get off of needing oil as like a main source of energy yeah, the fracking hell? destroys the environment mm-hmm. hmm. i don't maybe think it'll I'll happen need, i told him it was a bad buy. info of when that starts no it, it's okay it, because, yeah. <laughs> you <laughs> no, know he's he's just gets frustrated uh, who's the one dom uh, from other friend of the show dom uh, she <laughs> she gave him shit for it too it's super funny <laughs> but yeah he was uh no yeah um but yeah i've never been up there. i don't know i i just never like, I enjoy, like, walking around Battle Creek a little bit, but like, mm-hmm. I enjoy it because I can come back home into my air-conditioned house and turn on TV and just, like, zonk out yeah. right after, right? So it's, like, that weird escape, but not, like, I don't really like, I like camping activities. I don't like camping. Bonfires, mm-hmm. they've got a low ceiling for me. I can do them for a little bit, but, like, I don't love, like, that's the whole emphasis of the day is yeah. let's go hike, let's get super sweaty, let's go fucking, like, shower in a lake, and then let's go sit around a fire and, like, I don't know. I just, I mean, I don't know if you could get that hint from like this. I don't have that much to talk about around a campfire. Like, I just don't. <laughs> and I also don't know if I want to listen to you talk, though. So it's that weird, like, back and forth of, that's just, this is just me, right? I'm not saying yeah. that. I, people that do, awesome. Go enjoy that. But you know who doesn't need to be there? This guy. Yeah, I get that. Yeah. That's like my mom and my other brother. That's fair. I, I, I fall on both sides of the coin. Um, depend, like, I'll go camping. It depends where. Hmm. For me, it really depends where. Yeah. Um, I won't like let's go camping in like Duluth. Nah, dude, I'm out. I could be doing a lot more fun <laughs> things. Um. Even, uh, I could have on Saturday. This last Saturday, I could have gone to my uncle's cabin. Mm-hmm. Um, he gave my family the key for the week or for the day. Uh, but like. It was just my brother had to work, uh, so did my, and my sister had something going on. So it was, it was my dad, our family friend, um, family friend's uh, nephew, and like some other dude. And it was like, yeah, I could go up, you know, spend a day outside, 
on the on the lake, but I was like, there's no one there except for like my dad. Mm-hmm. That and my dad was gonna be kind of like doing some stuff, you know, around the cabin, painting or some stuff. Um, you know, I, I, like we're gonna go there all day, and it's yeah. gonna be like a 16, 18 hour thing. And I was like, there's not enough. If my brother went, I probably would have gone just to like reset, like not play video games all day, you know, be outside. Mm-hmm. But like, it was just gonna be me and my dad, and my dad wasn't gonna be, you know able to do stuff the whole time so yeah. i was like nah, no i'm past yeah. yeah but yeah i definitely like camping but gotcha. definitely depends where and how long that's fair i'm looking forward you know like how certain smells and tastes bring yeah. back memories yeah yeah, yeah. whenever i yeah. smell a cigar it reminds me of fishing because yeah. my that's the only time my dad smokes <laughs> is when fishing so whenever i see or smell jp smoking a cigar yeah. it reminds me of that wow and your dad then, smokes blue or swishers too <laughs> no he he gets higher end cigars. <laughs> I, I hope so. And then no one should smoke those things, including JP. I'm looking most forward to actually drinking the water up there. Interesting, because the taste of it. And, yes, yeah. because there's a ton of iron mm-hmm. in it, and the water is orange or not pure orange, but it's yeah. got an orange hue to it. Yeah, and just the taste, I love it. And then it's just gonna be nice. Don't like kind of going back to a primal way of living almost because mm-hmm. like your task will be collecting firewood fishing Are right you, it's not yeah. going to be instagram it's not going to be yeah etc no i get i get no i get it all i totally do and i think I, it's one of those things for me i can just like hearing about other people talk about it like reading about it or like now with like YouTube and stuff, like watching YouTube clips of it and stuff like that and seeing how cool it looks. Like we're just at a point now, like I can just live like through that with it all. But like, I totally get it like that. Yeah. All that stuff sounds like, like I can kind of like vicariously like live through like your experience through it or like your story of it or whatever. Like, Oh, I'm getting excited for these things. Cause it's like excitement. It's excitement. And that kind of anticipation and stuff like that is, doesn't matter the thing it's again the the emotion of it and that's like super cool so yeah no it, that makes all make sense so you're up there for what four days it's like what is how far is that four hours from here we're in the four four and a half okay maybe yeah i'm so we're going early friday and coming back monday so we're there three nights okay it's not bad yeah no it's very doable yeah and then moving out that next saturday so yeah what is that like 10 days from now see it's tuesday 25th it's 10 yeah 10 ish 11 10 days yeah damn week and a half i don't i've I've been thinking about taking like a extended break for ig probably just until i move out makes sense and then i might start up again once i start classes just to give myself that break and Mm-hmm. reset things because i think i have been like working too hard on it mm-hmm. getting a little burnt out on it just want to reset uh that's I, what i've been up to yeah and like the new setting and like new role in like life of just like back to being a student again and stuff and on campus at the u and just in a new like house and stuff like i think that stuff too like when you don't put so much of an emphasis on that's going to be the thing that's going to just magically make all this other shit like figure itself out um and it's just more like you just kind of roll into it like you're kind of describing to like let's take a break 
Let's not get burnt out. And then like, let's just start in a new place, not have the new place be the reason that this all happens. Let's just go and say, I'm going to intrinsically do this new thing. But when I do it, the next time I do it, it's not going to be in the same place I did it. I think that too can just like be a huge, just kind of like creative, like kind of just like influence of just like, Hey, this is like your starting point. Mm-hmm. Um, it's almost like a season two. It's like, this is like season yeah. two of like monger monger man here. Yeah. And like, for, so if, if we're, you're looking at your, the climb as a marathon, I think it kind of feels like I'm just finishing mile one right now. Ooh, dang. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. You look at it on the watch and you're like, okay, if we keep this pace, this is going to be a really like, this might be like a personal best or whatever. Like PR yeah, but or also like, fuck, I should pace myself. But I also better. got 25.2 miles left of yeah. this thing. So like, <laughs> that's like, kind of where I'm at yeah. right now. And there's this weird hill section in mile 13 to 15. And then there's a downhill section. Yeah, yeah. It's like, so I just got to alter it and play the long game better. I think it's expected, you know, to overwork yourself mm-hmm. and get a little burnt out here and there. Yeah. It just make sure you don't go over the top with it and one thing reset. Just, oh, sorry. Sorry, one thing I just thought of, like mm-hmm. when Pete leaves out, we're going to have to start making a schedule for this pod. I know, right? Because oh, yeah. right now it's it's mostly dependent on me just getting here. Yeah. Um, Let's find some. I think that will make things easier, though, if we can all just... Yeah, agree. I on think that'll be better. I think that'll be better for me though too. Yeah. Because then it's like, all right, I have this penciled in at yeah. this time every single, um, week. Yeah. No, that's kind of like a little bit. Because I just started a new job yesterday, so like. I was gonna say we yeah. should uh, we should hit you <laughs> for mention this that. time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'll mention a little bit about that. Uh, where, where the thing I want to mention about that though is, you know, not having not worked for almost a full calendar year. <laughs> we were so close. We missed it by like three weeks. Um, like three and a half weeks, which She's is still a around. I'm just going to say like almost like around or about like a full year, eh, you know, whatever. And I'm sure like in 10 years from now, the story will just change. Yeah. Like a year and a half just didn't work. <laughs> Start rounding up in the other way. But, um, but no, it's, I just think of like, it's weird going from, I think back to last week, even of just like the getting bored by four in the afternoon and just like not having nothing to do. Uh, or that, that feeling, right? And then, especially a couple weeks before. Last week kind of felt like it was, I was on a week vacation. Um, but, like, thinking like maybe a month ago, right? Where it's, like, nothing to do, same stuff every day. Some things I want to do, but, like, at the same time, I was, like, having – I had plans and I had things that I was doing and wanted to do and wanted to, like, look forward to. But they were just there to, like, hopefully not have to do them. Like in a weird way, yeah, yeah. like there were plans that I was hoping I got to replace. Like that's all they were. And I, if I did them, great. But like what I'm really looking for is a reason to not do them. And now it's kind of nice too going back and we start talking about routine and schedule and stuff of like today was the first day I kind of felt like, oh man, like you're the work day, which is weird since I've had a job since I've been 15, right? So like it's one of those things that's been 15 years roughly where I've realized, or school, even go back longer, right? Where just the daytime was just filled up with something, and then it was just like scheduling all the stuff around it. And you start realizing, at least for me, I started realizing like all this other stuff around that. Like you only have so many things you really want to do, and you always like think, and that's maybe part of like just being a human being of that. There's more that you really want to do. For me, it's like now realizing going forward, like, there's actually less things I want to do. It's not like oh, I wish I was doing this, I wish I was doing that. It's like it's more now categorizing those things, like. It'd be cool if, like, 
I did do those things, but I would need like my whole life to be completely different to do it. And I don't want to, I'm not willing to make those changes. Mm -hmm. So I actually don't really want that thing. Like whatever. And here's the things based on what I'm willing to do and willing to change. I do want, let's go do those things and, and just kind of focus on that. But it has been nice to have like structure and routine again Mm -hmm. after not having it for so long. And again, kind of like you talk about with the, the break, having a break off of work. That's something I would recommend to anybody. It's tough getting back into it. And especially when like a pandemic hits, when you're looking for a job, but like, it is super nice to like, after doing it for so long, especially like when you're still rather young of just taking a sabbatical and just being like, I'm going to be smart about this for about two years, save a bunch of money up and just not work, just quit my job and just like, kind of like just exist and work on some other shit and then kind of like figure, re kind of assess things. And I thought that was super helpful. But one thing I was missing towards the end of this was that here's something that you have to do from eight to four, right. Or whatever it is. And just, it's there and just having that thing built in again. And then like that, I didn't realize how much that helped with like motivate, motivating and like inspiring what I do from four to midnight. Yeah. yeah. I thought that the four to midnight stuff was my, like was, was all me. Like it was just like, Oh, that's just what I want to do. Turns out when you have all the time in the world, Sometimes, like, other things you need in your life to, like, even though you don't really want to do them, you need them to be able to do the other things Yeah. in weird ways. So that's kind of, like, that's the biggest thing I've taken away from these. It's been two days, so who knows? Come, could come on next week and be like, I actually quit yesterday because it sucks. <laughs> um, so, like, oh, yeah. you know. How are you liking your two days so far? It's weird. I'll say that. I've really liked it. The people are dope. And that's, like, something I've said now, like, five times in different Zoom meetings of, like, I and I've I've said it before this too where it's like I've always chosen people over position. I don't really care what I'm doing. I don't care like the the tasks or the job duties. It's more about who I'm doing it with, and are those people good people and like have good intention? They're going and, and want like good things for other people as well. And if that's true, then I don't really care what I'm doing. It doesn't matter. So that's holding up and that's awesome to be a part of. And like it's just weird onboarding to a new job all remotely like all like yeah and that's the weirdest part and they're like also saying that a bunch too so everyone kind of is on the same page like they don't know what they're doing i don't know what i'm doing and it's just kind of like again going back to like feeling the emotions you're supposed to feel i'm supposed to feel like i don't know what i'm doing and that i should be doing more but also don't know how to do more okay i feel how feel those things we're all right it doesn't feel comfortable but i'm fine comfort in like knowing hey everyone's kind of just trying to figure it out. So just try to figure it out with them. And, um, I don't know so far. So good. Again, it's been a whole two days. We'll see how, how, how the rest of the week goes and stuff and months and whatever. And, um, who knows? We'll see, uh, see where it takes me, but yeah, that's, that's where it's at. Hopefully, uh, again, going back to the eight to four motivating, inspiring the four to midnight stuff. Like I'm kind of hoping that that structure allows me to be more structured with this stuff and kind of be able to put some talk about season two stuff. I kind of just feel like this is also kind of like season two stuff for me Mm -hmm. with like Battle Creek studio stuff with podcast stuff. Um, I'm hoping this for me is like a prelude to season one. Yeah. The murky waters before. Yeah. You're, you're kind of part of like season one of like manga manga beats and like not to say that you won't still be on those shows and like in Battle Creek studios and, and double OTW and all that stuff. But they realized, hey, you know what we should do? We should give uh, that Ian the intern guy. We should give him a spinoff. <laughs> we should. We'll have him. We'll have it related. Yeah, 
We'll have it related. It's going to be in the same, same universe. universe. It's like a Parks and Rec in the office kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, Better Call Saul and uh, uh, I was Breaking, Bad. Breaking Bad kind of thing where it's just like, yeah, let's just develop this other thing on the side. And um, we had the groundwork for it already. And now I just need to do it. Yeah, no, I. it's weird thinking back to this is way off pod, uh, like way a long time ago of thinking like, I remember, and when it passed, I was kind of like, that was really stupid of us to say, but I remember when we said we wanted office space, and we were supposed to do that by Wait, January what? 1st, 2020. Yeah. And then, like, Boy. by... What? Yeah. Like, we wanted... We're in back like, at the old house. Yeah. We wanted to get, like, an office yeah, so space. this was, like, well over... This was probably a year and a half... A year... Over a year from... Well, maybe not over a year. It was over a year. Over a year... Yeah. Well, from January 2019. Yeah. Whoa, wait, so you wanted to rent an office space out for the we podcast? Want, we wanted to be in a position where it was probably going to be us having to pay for it out of our own pockets, but like something that was like between four or five of us, like a thousand to twelve hundred dollars a month, that had like four or five offices, one general conference room, that like That's we had a big space. I know it is. The but hell? Hey, we, <laughs> this, this is why, like hindsight, twenty twenty, it was a really like lofty goal that was like definitely unattainable. <laughs> but the whole point was like to like have a place to go to. And, yeah, like, yeah, dedicated yeah, yeah, place. Yeah. And then, like, to hopefully start transitioning into, like, maybe being able to turn this into, like, a, a career. Not yeah, something yeah. that pays us super well, but, like, enough that pays us enough that we can create some stuff. And I just thought, like, I thought about that the other day. I'm just like, <laughs> man. like you did. Uh, you that would have been would have been cool. But um, I don't know. I, I still want, wouldn't mind doing that for oh, a year. Yeah. Even if it's a total failure. Even if I, like, lose a ton of money on it. Not a ton, but, like, an, like a, a good chunk where it's, like, that kind of stung. But, like, I'd like to experience having an office and having a dedicated yeah, space to go. Awesome. And, like, it, it was going to be multi-use. So it wasn't just going to be for now yeah, known as Battle Creek like Studios. That. It was going to be, like, Superbia was going to be there. We were going to be there and then have, like, other stuff there as well that, like, we all collaborated and worked with. And that was the um, idea behind, like, having, like, a, a group, Maylet Maylet was basically it was going to be a Maylet Maylet office and then have all these different parts in it. And then so mm-hmm. when people came you could see like, oh, it's everything's interconnected. And that's the, the realization, bring it all the way back to the beginning of, you kind of realize when you're on the balcony and looking down at the dance floor of, and that's the big, one of the core concepts of Maylet and Millet for me was always, things are way more interconnected than anyone ever really re- realizes. And like, let's lean on that. Let's feed into that part of it. Mm-hmm. I wanted to just mention one more thing. When you were talking about the, like, hitting four four o'clock and running out of stuff to do i'm like yeah. kind of at that point now because back in march i still had so much to learn yeah and i feel like i'm probably at the 98 percent mark of making trap beats or just basic beats where there's not that much left for me to learn obviously i can always still learn more stuff but now like i've especially noticed the past two weeks when i've been making a beat i'm like I can't tell if this is any good because it all sounds the same to me. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah. And, like, it hasn't been as exciting for me as it was back in March to make a trap beat that sounds cool. Mm -hmm. Like, now it's just kind of, like, whatever because I can do it every time. So, that's been a weird thing. I've always been a big big Rick Rubin fan, um, which I think everyone's a Rick Rubin fan that generally has ever heard of him. But not for, like, the reasons of, like, oh, man, these five songs were just super, like, you know, important to my life. It was more like he produces so many different genres and he's just kind of like a part of that. So maybe this is just more like your subconscious self telling your conscious self, 
maybe we need to like take a step away from trap music and work on like the producer pete solo project well yeah like that would be the goal is like being a producer with different artists but i i don't have access to them yet that's something i'm hoping to work on when i move Mm -hmm. is work with more artists like bring them to the home studio and write songs yeah because i i have way much more fun doing that than just making beats now i just write some demos man i i'm probably gonna start working with a vocal coach not to perform them myself but to be able to sing it good enough where i'm not embarrassed how bad the mm-hmm. the demos are yeah. with auto tune even on them it still sounds like ass um, <laughs> i think that's kind of the point though you know it's like it, well no no not sound whatever. not sound perfect but like no yeah exactly just to to give an accurate representation of the song exactly. so i could send it off to an artist yeah because i think that's something i could become really good at is well definitely producing but i think i can also become a pretty good songwriter just based on the limited experience I've done already, I, I feel like me and Akemi wrote some pretty good songs. Dude, I'm so pumped for those things that come out finally. Dude, I'm, I'm oh, hyped. Oh, I did figure out the update yeah. on her situation. Why? So, I was thinking, she, how was I phrasing it? Um, she was losing focus. Yeah. And I talked to her, and her roommate, Jeremy, he's my friend too. He was her producer for doing the vocals. He moved out, okay. so she doesn't have him, and she's moving out soon. So that's why she hasn't been working on it. She's moving out in like a week or two. So EP is getting pushed back again. <sighs> so we're probably looking at October. Oh, killing uh, me, Akemi. Oh, man. All right. It's worth the wait. It's worth yes, the wait. I promise you that. But um, I think it's as good a place to wrap as yes, any facts. for the week. But um no, yeah, I think it's good. I think this is this is kind of more aligned with what we thought originally what double OTW was going to be. You know, we call it out of the woods and trying to figure that stuff out of when you do how to get out of the woods, how to get out, but then also what to do once you're out. I think mm-hmm. that's also kind of like the second part that that no one really talks about. Not can be fused with the other out of the woods radio. That's true. The folk pop, pop folk music radio station. <laughs> Screw those guys. Hey, yeah, Wait, it's folk music. <laughs> it's a folk music <laughs> radio station that just plays like two hour long snippet. Hey, not knocking your thing, just. We had a first. Double OTW radio at gmail.com is, is, is taken. So, by us. But Boom, boom, pow. It's cool. Well, uh, for producer Pete, uh, a.k.a. Mongerman, a.k.a. Smigel38, and for uh, Ian the Intern. Yes, sir. They, uh, they call me Woody. See you next time. Peace. Boy.